Hello all and welcome to the Apostolic Scribbler. I am your host Yolanda Osborne Khan and we are so excited that you have joined us. Last week we discussed what's in a name. In God's case it's everything. We talked about throughout scripture how God reveals himself through his names and that knowing his names builds our relationship and strengthens our connection when we're communicating with him. Guess what? You are not here by chance, but you are here by divine appointment. Once again, I'm your host, Yolanda Osborne Khan, and this is the Apostolic Scribbler. Listen in as we hear what God reveals to us today on the topic Lord, help me. Have you ever found yourself in a situation or a circumstance where you just didn't know what to do? You know, maybe you had a big decision to make. Maybe you were faced with a major crisis like divorce or raising your grandchildren even. Maybe you had a child that was in a coma. Maybe you did something like really stupid. Or you have a teenager that is now telling you that they are a part of the LGBTQI community. Not only do you know how you got into this mess, but you're not sure how you're going to get out of it. Thus the phrase, Lord, help me. Well, you know, we all have special circumstances, extenuating circumstances even. And sometimes during these circumstances, we allow ourselves to constantly question the promises of God. Will God be able to do what he says? Will he perform what he said he's going to do? Will God fulfill the promises that he even told us way back in 1935 or 1957 or 1988? Even as early as 2010 or yesterday. Is he able to keep his promises to me that he said in his word that he was going to perform what he promised me and that his promises are yea and amen. When we look at our situations and we allow them to dictate whether we'll listen to God or not, we're going down the wrong path. Will we listen to God in the midst of our condition, our current situation, our circumstances even, in spite of? Will we listen to divine instruction even when it doesn't make sense. This is where we tend to fall off. We as Christians, we want things to make sense. Lord, make it make sense. And that's the frustration sometimes in our Lord. Help. God knows. He's, he knows us and his words tells us in Psalms 18 and 6. In my distress, I call to the Lord. I cried to my God for help from his temple. He heard my voice and my cry came before him into his very ears. And Psalms 46, 1 through 3, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in the time of trouble. Therefore, will we not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. And one of my very favorites, Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So 
the Lord is our strength and he's my song. He has given me victory. That is my God and I will praise him. My father's God, I will exalt him. That's Exodus, I believe, 15, somewhere between uh, verses 1 and 2. But I'm, I'm saying these scriptures because these scriptures are my connection when I cry out to God for my help. When I'm asking him in my distress and based on my circumstance and, and the condition that I'm in, I need divine instruction. I need divine wisdom. And with me asking him for help, sometimes in my cry for help, there is a sense of confusion and loss even anger sometimes, anxiety or worry. And so I use the word a lot of times when I have tried to come to my senses and realize that, you know, am I asking for help? I need to put my heart in the posture of being able to receive God's answer when I call. So I feel that sometimes when I use scripture, such as you are in my hiding place, you will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. That's Psalms 32 um, when I start asking God, it helps me to calm myself and to reckon with my emotions. Because when God is in the midst, I know that he's working all things for my good. And it will not always make sense to my problem, especially the problems that are barking the loudest. The things that, you know, crave our attention to make and to rush a quick decision. And so, you know... When we are crying, are we dwelling in pity and angry, anger? And are we making our circumstances so much bigger than God that we can't hear? Are we allowing our emotions to dominate and to rule over our hearts and minds? So when God is trying to help sculpt us from this situation and this, this dire condition, can we even hear? First of all, the problem isn't an issue of whether God is even speaking to us. God is, in fact, still speaking. God speaks to us through the testimony of the scriptures, which I gave a clear example of why I use the scriptures, and then through the witness of the Holy Spirit. And he speaks to us through everything, through our children, men, women, servants of God whom he brings into our lives, and some of which instruct, guide, and even counsel us. So, yes, God speaks to us through the testimony of the church and through people who counsel us and work with us, including our pastors, because those are living epistles in the body of Christ. But God even speaks to us in strange places and at peculiar times. God still speaks. The question isn't whether he is speaking. The question is, are we listening? Jeremiah 33 says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. And so again, I ask, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by your believing what you have heard? This is Galatians 3 and 5. This is a true nugget of are we paying attention and believing what God is saying by his word? Or are we focused on the works of the law? Are we focused on what the world is telling us? Hey, it needs to be this, this, and this, and this. 
or you have anxiety, you need to take these pills, you have bipolar, you need to take all these drugs forever and ever, that's it. There's no hope of you getting better. You have a heart condition, you have diverticulitis, you have a feet condition. You know, no matter what the condition and no matter what the circumstance is, are we believing God's report? Are we believing on the word based on what we have read? Are we taking scripture and applying it to our cry for help? Lord, help me. When we are in this dire situation in our lives, it is important that once we ask God for help and we've laid out what we are crying out and what we need him for, we need to listen. And to listen is to obey. It's so much easier for us to trust God when we are on top and getting praises from our friends. And, you know, when the rain is falling and the storm is raging, we just go nuts. We feel like it's undeserving. It's easier to trust God when everything in life is moving in the right direction. And when your adult child is getting into the, the best school and when we're getting that promotion and when, you know, our grandkids are, are doing well and, and doing so much better. But will we trust God, when the bottom drops out, when the sky is falling, remember Lucy Goosey, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, you know, will we trust him when grief engulfs us like a hurricane eye and spinning us into confusion and disbelief and just making us feel like life is no more, why even bother, will we trust God then, Proverbs 3 and 5 through 6 tells us to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and to lead not to our own understanding and in all our ways that we are to what acknowledge him and he shall direct our paths delight ourselves in the Lord and he will give us the desires of our heart and commit our ways to the Lord trust in him and he will act another scripture Psalms 33 20 through 22 our soul waits for the Lord he is our help and our shield for our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. And then this is another one of my favorites, Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. So this is just telling us that if we state our condition and we tell the Lord that we need help we cry out to him in desperation we we seek his face and we know that we can't do it on our own what the ideal situation is is to know that he hears us and he's giving us instruction but we've got to be able to listen Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and I will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. That's Isaiah 12 and 2. Listen, God is here, okay? And if we are crying out and if we are asking him for help, God still speaks and he will help us. But we have got to posture ourselves into a place that we can calm ourselves and know that God is for us, that whatever is against us, that God is bigger, that we can't make our situation bigger than the cross. God died for us all. 
he died and he resurrected with the keys in his hands that the power of who he is that the cross is bigger than our situation thus when we call out and we ask him for help we know that we can receive the answer that is best for us listen closely my friend God does extraordinary things in the lives of ordinary people who are simply willing to trust him and what we have. He does extraordinary things with people like myself who have little or nothing. Maybe you're at the end of your rope and all you feel you have is nothing but scraps of hope and trust, just barely hanging on. But what if I told you that was enough? If you listened and heard God when you asked, Lord, Help me. Expect the extraordinary. Believe him at his word and listen to his instructions and watch him work. He is more than able and he will do as he promised. Exodus 14 and 14 tells us the Lord himself will fight for you. Just be silent. Stay calm. Just be still. You need only to be still, my friend. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Thank you for listening. You can visit me on all social media forums at the Apostolic Scribbler or visit me online at theapostolicscribbler.com. Join us every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we examine and investigate the mysteries of the Bible. Tune in next time and together we may be surprised by what we find out.